0: We are going to have a chat with Will Darham from Banks Road. Good morning to you, Will. Good morning, Summer. Thank you for uh, for jumping on. And um, we've just been talking about the various regions around Australia and um, and where they're timing-wise, where things are for um, for vintage. How far away are you from um, picking down on the Ballerine?
1: Uh, look, we we think we're about four to five weeks. Uh, we've just started netting uh, okay. for birds. Um, And, um, yeah, so generally uh, we start picking uh, Sparkling Base and maybe uh, Pinot Grigio uh, very, very late uh, February. So it looked like it was going to be spot on that sort of time frame, but you never know what Mother Nates has got in store for you. So it could move a week either way.
0: Yep. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so what are you doing in preparation today? I'm sure you're out in the vineyard doing something.
1: <laughs> I'm um, the weirdest thing about this season is we're still mowing. Oh right. So um, I'm going to get some mowing done so we can net on Tuesday some more vines. So uh, we normally finish mowing mid mid November, but with all the the rain we've had, it just, the grass just, has yeah. just kept growing. So are you
0: nice and green?
1: Yeah, it's lush green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, the place, um, you know, it looks like late spring. It doesn't look like um, late, late January.
0: Yes. Well, and we've been saying, we've spoken with um, Beck Hardy from McLaren Vale. She's the same. Um, Mac Forbes wow. in the Yarra wow. Valley um, and Joe Ash up at, um, to Bilk. So everyone's, you know, green like what you've got too. And even, you know, referencing. Melbourne, you know the the nature strips in Melbourne are green, and that's just unusual because. All right. So I lost you for a second then. Oh, I was just saying um, we will the the same story about the green um, paddocks and vineyards is is the same in McLaren Vale in um at yes. up in the yes. and and um, and even in the Yarra Valley. So, uh, but even in Melbourne, the the nature strips are green, and you know that's a telltale sign given they're typically unwatered. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, the. Uh... Uh, I know that when we've been sort of getting fifteen mil of rain, the Yarra's been getting eighty to hundred.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and and that would cause major problems. I mean we, we're we've been nervous all all vintage or all season I should say about you know, mildews and, and the disease pressure that that's created by the weather we've had and and the amazing thing we just haven't had any real heat.
0: Yeah. It's um and it hasn't yeah it really hasn't been a hot summer has it
1: uh no i mean the vines don't need heat but it, it does help control some of those nasty
0: oh yeah get you
1: um if they're around so um yeah so it is um it is a big factor for us
0: um, um yeah well it's and so uh you can get tractors on paddocks and thing on uh, vineyards oh yeah
1: itself, we're yeah. relatively dry yeah. so uh you know we we're we're just green um yeah we're quite dry compared to i think the regions where they've had really heavy rain mm. um yeah we're our our ground's quite firm i've got some young vines we planted this year i gave them actually some water yesterday because um they don't have any root canopy at all yet so or root mass mm. I should say. yeah so um we uh, we want to keep them nice and and watered um, um, while they're uh, establishing yeah so that's some gamay for a few years time
0: yeah unreal it's so exciting I think you may have mentioned that last time we had a chat but um it's yeah really exciting this there's, there's quite a bit of gamay going in at various in various some um, regions um, yes yeah, so, uh, uh,
1: there, there is definitely um I don't think it's um too much I think it will be good for the variety it will give it some um some awareness with the consumer. Um and um it's just a it's a great drink. It's um you know the the Pinot Gamay blends are, are fabulous as well. Uh so that's another um option. And yeah. um yeah, we uh, uh from what I'm I mean we it's a new thing for us, so we've got a lot of a bit of a learning curve, but um you know I, I love it, all that. That's that's all good fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. And um a winemaker once said on on here, um, Gamay delivers what Pinot promises.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So um, look,
1: I, yeah, I, I think um, the um, to me, yeah, at this stage, Gamay uh, is, isn't quite at the level of a top Pinot, but it it no. it. Um, it's just it goes in a different, slightly different direction. I think it, it's probably a more safe choice for the consumer in some ways because...
0: Yeah, it can um, be a little, the, little just less, um, you know, just easier to to drink, I guess, and not have to think about it too much. It's sort of a yeah, fun exactly. wine, right?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and that's the way that um, people consume these days as well. Um, you want a wine that's just really, you don't have to think about it exactly and it's just enjoyable.
0: Mm, definitely. Um so uh okay, so uh you're yeah, four weeks off or so. So um that's yeah. kinda, you're probably that, a couple of weeks behind the Yarra. We consider,
1: I reckon. We'd consider that fairly normal, Simon. We yep. we, we we typically pick around the twenty seventh, twenty eighth of of February for our sparkling base and um and our Grigio, but it it um obviously the last Four years being so cool, um, that ha- that has moved around a bit right into March. So, um, feeling that this year's on time, but um, yeah, that I might be wrong. We we did see on start on around about the fifth of January, which is spot on normal, okay. if you is such a thing as normal in this world. <laughs> um, and, um, and and we and so, we, but then it stalled because we had a lot of that sort of stormy rainy weather so it's sort of it'd be interesting to see how that plays out the um you know the wines are still filling out their bunches that's the vines are still filling out their bunches
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and um but that's exciting it's it's a good crop for us so um if we can get it there we don't like to get too excited because no let's never not knows. jinx
0: things Yeah,
1: yeah exactly and mother nature uh, will make an idiot of you if you think you know what you're doing so um we uh, we uh, hoping with fingers crossed that it, we get what is out there to the finish line because uh, it'll be the first time in four years that we've had a a, a good crop.
0: Yeah, gee, um, how's the how's the uh, Christmas um, holiday time been at the at the cellar door or and the restaurant?
1: Uh, really busy at um, which um, you would hope. Um, mm. It's it's a great time. Um, it's nice to see people enjoying themselves and. Um, the 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 vibe in there has been and the response to the the food and the service has been really good. I feel we've got a really good team that we've got together up there, so it, it's it's really helped us to deliver the product and the experience that we want to. Um, right. It's not without its challenges, and um, uh, yeah, just we, we we're trying to train new people and and um, get get them confident enough to. To talk to customers about the wines and all that sort of thing too. So there's a process, but uh, I feel we've got a really good team. Or um so today is probably going to be a little bit of a quieter day because I think it's, it's when people are starting to think about heading home. Yeah. Um, and uh, but certainly, yeah, it's been it's been good for us, and um, I'm uh, I get it. Sort of continues sort of right through now till. Easter, but it, it's mainly the weekends, of course, Fridays and weekends, people yep. are coming down and yep. um, Yeah, it's it's adjusting to the new world too, of course, because we've got the work-from-home scenarios Create um, a different, you know, uh, time frame for people to, to come down and and um, you know, they They have more flexible working arrangements, so we'll see how that plays out over the next year
0: or two as well Yeah, it'd be, uh, be interesting. So you might get people coming in on a Friday afternoon um, because they've yeah. head, they've headed down earlier. Um, That's right. Yeah, I can imagine. So, have you still got a place at the beach?
1: Um, well, where only where we are, we're only about three and a half kilometres from from the back beach. So, yeah. um so easy. Easy to yeah, we drive to, it, drive down and gave the dogs a walk.
0: Hmm.
1: This morning, and <laughs> that's where you've caught me. So, yeah, it's um it's beautiful down here at the moment. It's uh, about twenty four and light breeze, and um yeah, low tide. So it's coming in now, but um it was low tide. So yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah, um, fantastic. So that's uh I'm I'm stuck inside a studio, so I've got no idea what the weather's like outside. But is it is the sun out?
1: This, it's sort of intermittent sun with a bit of cloud so oh. yeah not too bad at all uh, and from a vineyard point of view um, what we're having at the moment and what we got yesterday is spot on that they love that so uh, they, yeah no complaints from me as a farmer um, <laughs> uh, we don't re- as I said we don't really need 40 degree days but it's it's it, uh, it seems um, like a, a regular occurrence many years ago and i uh, uh, I think we've barely had one in the last four years, so mm. uh, it's um it's interesting how how different it is at the moment, and and managing I suppose the the that what that delivers us as well is um is interesting. But uh, uh, the vigour this year has been outstanding with the you know, regular rain, and as I said, we, we we haven't copped the big rain which has caused trouble mm. um, elsewhere so far. So um, that it's. In hindsight, looking back, it, it's been a really good season for us growing-wise, um, but, you know, that, obviously that, that can change in a blink just of an eye. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just needs to uh, to do the last bit now, get some flavour yeah, into the, yeah, into the yeah. berries. Well, looking,
1: at, looking at the long-term outlook, um, they're terribly inaccurate, but um, hmm. it, it's um, it's looking like it, it's going to continue in a similar vein uh, through to around the time we harvest, start harvesting. So, you know, harvest can go for you know, six, eight weeks. So it, it can be very different from the start to the finish yeah. by the time we're picking Shiraz. But, um, yeah, it's exciting and I'll, it's my favourite time of year. We've got a bit of work to do in, in emptying all the wine tanks in, in the winery between now and then. But um, we've got our program in place and, uh, yeah, exciting.
0: Do you, do you take on any extras during vintage?
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. We um, we normally have a, um, a couple of extra... Um, people on board to give us a hand, and like you get here.
0: internationals as well. We were just speaking with Mac Forbes, and he he takes five uh, internationals each year, or yeah. five five um, vintage um, workers, I guess. Um, yeah. Are you seeing Are you um, seeing any uh, internationals coming over for your to your region?
1: Yeah, there's heaps of them. Um, we haven't organised anything yet uh, for us, but. Um, I did have a couple of people I was talking to but uh, I don't think that's going to work out so uh I've got a part-timer that works for me who is keen but he's also looking at a full-time job that he's being interviewed for so yeah. so we we sort of encouraging him to go down that road as a as a um a career move for him but um we'd also love him to work vintage with us because he's he's a great all-rounder you know he knows how to drive a tractor and everything but it yeah. He's local. He's not uh, international. Last year we had a couple of internationals who were brilliant. They were um, French and, and uh, helped us out. And uh, yeah, they were they were terrific. So
0: um, it is exciting that that's all happening again.
1: I think it is, and it's, it's sort of built up over the back up again over the last few years. My emails just get more and more every year. So it's in full swing. I'd probably get ten emails a week now asking for. Um, work on farms because they that 's how they you know they get their their visa for being in Australia by helping out on farms so it's it 's a system that encourages them to do that and yeah. really, it's really it 's really helpful um, for us as well because we have access to short term labor yeah. when we, when we need it so and obviously
0: they're they're working out you know that that this is a good time for for work to be around as well, I guess. Um,
1: yeah, and you know. the other interesting aspect is uh, accommodation is is the challenge.
0: Yeah. So
1: uh, some of them have organised their own. We, we don't particularly like them living out of a van. it's sort of, but they, um, you know, that is often what they're doing because they're driving around in in that. But um, the um, a lot of the wineries have got cabins and, and accommodation, um, mm. and I think that's that's a trend that's going to um, uh, accelerate because there's um, there's so much sense in it from uh, mm. you know mitigating the need to to bring in outside help. If you've got um, the cabins, you can fill mm. them with some backpackers and um, they get a fabulous experience and and, um, and accommodation as well and,
0: and well, money. Well, the, the so advantage also is, I guess, for you, by... but. By- you know, having that ability to put, or for a winemaker to have the ability to, to put them up on property, is, you know, if someone needs to go and check a ferment at midnight, well, they're there, they're not in town. Yeah. And, um, that's
1: right, that's right, and it's uh, it's it's a really important thing to be checking those things uh, late into the evening, so so yeah, I mean, I live on the property, so that's my job, and um, you know, I don't mind, It's uh, it's always fun to me, but um, yeah, you know, I'm not getting any younger, uh, <laughs> so I might not <laughs> be wanting to do it in in 15 years time or something. So yeah, I think it's something. It's, it's got um, obviously continual advantages through the year as well, yeah. um, with, with uh, tourism opportunities and stuff like that for the accommodation. So, so I think we're going to see more of it. There, there, there's been changes. I'm not fully um, okay I favour them with town planning, where there's a I think an automatic right to build a certain sized accommodation unit on your property so oh, that's good. um but it's only the one but uh yeah i think we'll we'll see you know the two and three popping up um and as I said they're already on number of our um uh, wineries in the area have already got that sort of thing happening so uh and and when you when you see it working at the moment it, it's working better than it ever has because yeah. accommodation's really hard to get in the area and uh it's never been so difficult, so it solves that problem.
0: Well, I can I can see you know you know like a caravan park has the cabins like across the road from you know, down you know, across the path. Um, yeah. You know those cabins presumably anyone can buy them. Um, so that would be a very easy thing to set up. A, yeah, exactly. A couple of those.
1: Yeah. So and, yeah, they're they I think uh, from last checking with them they're about one hundred and thirty five thousand. So they're not cheap, but no, they're they're really but they're not four hundred
0: thousand dollars build? No,
1: no, they're not. So.
0: No, so um, yeah. yeah,
1: they're they certainly uh, a, a, um, and there's there's smarter looking ones as well, sort of um, more upmarket, more sort of architectural ones that you can go to. Um, and you know, Lura, Lura Park have uh, have the golf club over the road from them, and and they've got these uh, little pods that um, yeah. golfers use. Hey, and, um, um, um,
0: well, sorry, yeah. I need to wind up <laughs> we've got 15 <laughs> seconds um mate right. thank you appreciate the um the chat and we will chat again soon mate thank you
1: good on you all, all right, right great Bye. chatting